Hey, it's Vince. Um, a lot of people ask me about how I got on the Perform Better Speaking Tour. And if you don't know what that is, the Perform Better Speaking Tour is pretty much the who's who in, in the fitness world. And I still really don't know how I got there, but I'm there. But I'll, I, I think it's an important story to tell you how I got there. And uh, But I get that question a lot. A lot of people from... A lot of speakers that are probably maybe a lot more successful than I am, maybe they have much bigger audiences, maybe they have accomplished way more than I have, um, and they're coming up to me and asking me how I got on the tour. And it's one simple answer for how I got there. Um, I asked. Imagine that. I asked. I asked to speak. And they said yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but the real story is I, I, I've been going to that seminar. I mean, I look at I look at those guys, the Tom Plummers of the world, the Mike Boyles, Gray Cooks, Martin Rooney's. Um, I look at those guys. Man, I've been, you know, following these guys for years. And um, I, I started pretty much as... Well, I was like Martin Rooney's little bitch boy for a while. Like, so I, I would, I would always go to the, uh, the seminars and I'd sit in the front row and Martin Rooney would always be like, oh, hey, hey, guy from Jersey again. Hey, hey, how's it going? And he always remembered me because I always sat in the front and I always like said thanks. And he always remembered me and we became, you know, friends and we're still friends to this day. We had dinner, the, you know, last night we were out and, um, he started like, but I, I, I went to the seminar, the Perform Better seminar for like 15 years. For 15 years, I went as a student and, you know, got to know those guys, um, the Charlie Weingroffs and the Boyles and people like that, and got to know them and, you know, paid a lot of them to help me, help educate me. Um, but that was, and so I was like, you know, I was like, I really wanted to speak. I was, I felt like, you know, I've been going to this thing for 15 years and had a little bit of success in the fitness industry. I have an expertise in, in small business. And I wanted to speak. So I called Charlie Weingroff. And I said, Charlie, what do I do? And he said, well, you got to go out to Chicago. And <laughs> the seminar was in two days. I had just gotten back from Las Vegas speaking from idea. He said, like, hop on a plane and get out there. And I did. And I was out there. And when I was out there, I talked to Chris Poirier, who's the kind of head man in charge. He's like the godfather of Perform Better. And I was like kind of pretty nervous. I was like, uh, Chris? <laughs> And I asked him. He was very nice and very cool and didn't say yes right away. And I'm sure he kind of checked references, right? He probably checked with the people that he knew that knew me and um, said yes. And I got a, a spot. My first spot was last year in Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island, which was like, you know, kind of the big one. I, it's, it's funny. The, the funny story is I first uh, got set on Sunday in Orlando, which Orlando is probably the least populated show, which is here's the thing. At any point in time, I'm happy to be speaking for Perform Better. At any point in time, but Orlando is is the is is the least. There's the least amount of people that go to Orlando. Providence is like this is what they call the Super Bowl. So if you get on Providence your first year, it's good. And uh, I was in Orlando, and and someone ended up having to switch, and so I pretty much got bumped to Orlando. It's kind of like getting bumped to first class. So I got bumped to Orlando or to to, to Providence. So that was a good thing. And apparently I did okay. 
because the next year I got I got spoke uh, uh, at I got Orlando no sorry I got uh, Providence and I got Chicago so I got two and the top two that I wanted so usually if you get invited back at all it's good if you get invited back for a one it's good on a Sunday but I got invited back for two which you know I guess I did okay and while I was in Chicago um, Chris uh, Poyer and Aaron they asked me if I would speak this year at um, what is it Long Beach so now I'm on a plane this week to go out to Long Beach I have a seminar in Orlando and then I'm flying right to Long Beach and then right back to Jersey for our mastermind meeting it's been a busy crazy couple weeks for me but um, so I and now I'm, so I'm doing three out of the four major perform better tours in my second year on the perform better tour and there's guys way more successful than me that have accomplished way more than me that, that are doing not and the, the difference was I asked so which brings us to our lesson for today and I'll kind of just kind of work my way into this lesson um, if you want something you gotta ask so when I was in San Diego there was a uh, I was an intern and I'll never forget I was an intern at Fitness Quest 10 in San Diego and um, I was at I was in the parking lot where they would always do drills in the parking lot and I'm in the parking lot with my buddy Brett Click is one of my best friends uh, in the world and so I'm following Brett as an intern and all of a sudden I see this beautiful girl get out of this little uh, Volkswagen Jetta the most beautiful girl I've ever seen and she had these like she had this like beautiful workout she always had the best clothes and she walked by us and she had this smell she smelled like this she had this lotion that she wore and it was like I can't explain it but she she wore this like really like lotion that was just like this drug she would walk by and you'd just be like attracted to it it's crazy vanilla bean I think that was the flavor um and uh I said I was like that girl is like beautiful like who is she and Brett started to explain who she was and she was a she was a Pilates instructor and uh I was like gosh crazy and so like I I like you know as an intern you know as an intern you look up to the the employees that work there it's like a cool thing so uh, they had this really really large and uh, the girl's name was Vanessa and her last name was Carver so they would always do your initials in the book um by your first and last initials so hers were vc and i remember i would always they had this huge appointment book there was no computer back then huge appointment book and they would write in pencil the initials when someone would have sessions so i would always go to the appointment book and i would look at when vc was on the calendar and i would look at at the, at the calendar and i would make my internship hours when she was actually there so i would look the few days before see when she was cvc and tell this quest when i could actually work because i wanted to work when vanessa was there and um that was it and so you know this was a few years went by and i think she had a boyfriend at the time or whatever and i think she ended up breaking up with her boyfriend and um i asked her one day i was like i gotta ask her out and i said hey this is like casual and we were friends we weren't like you know, I, st- I knew her at this point. And I said, well, hey, you know, you want to go out after work and get some sushi? 
And it's kind of like as we were walking out, and she looks at me, and she smiles, and she's like, you got to plan that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, I didn't know what that meant, but I guess I got to plan that stuff. So she ended up saying no, and I had asked her out, I remember, a few more times, and she, she said no, and I'm, I'm not sure why, but she did. She said no. And, um, and then I, uh, I had tickets to a Tom Petty concert. I was going with a, a bunch of buddies, a bunch of people. And um, we had an extra ticket. So I called her. And I said, hey, I'm, uh, I got an t- extra ticket to the Tom Petty concert. Do you want to go? And she's like, uh, I don't know. I'll call you back. And uh, she called me back. And she said, all right, all right I'll go. And we, she went with me. And we ended up hanging out the whole night. We didn't even see the group of people that we were with. And the rest is history. And then... A decade more than gosh our anniversary is coming up I think it's 11 or 12 years um, I think it's 12 years but um, we are married and that's my wife Vanessa Gabriel who you guys probably heard on a previous podcast um, but the moral of the story is is ask if you want to get more clients why don't you just ask if you want to get more fer- referrals why don't you just ask if you want a lead to actually come in instead of just playing tic-tac with you, you really should just flat out ask. And that's kind of a big success principle. A lot of people kind of beat around the bush. And, and, and Dan Pink has a great book, um, The ABCs of Selling. And the ABC stands for Attunement, Buoyancy, and Clarity. And he really hits on buoyancy hard and says, buoyancy is your ability to stay afloat amongst an ocean of rejection. And a lot of people don't even get to the rejection part. Right? I kind of weeded through the rejection part with Vanessa, but a lot of people don't even ask because of the fear of rejection. Let me ask you this. If you're listening to this and you own a gym, right? And you have clients that are used to be they used to go to your gym and they no longer go. How come you haven't asked them to come back? How come you haven't picked up the phone and said, hey, John, you know, it's been a couple years since you've been in the gym, just wondering how you're doing. I want to see if you want to come back. If you own a gym, how come you haven't done that? What's preventing you from picking up the phone and doing that? Because on the other side of that ask, On the other side of you picking up that phone, there's a lot of magic. There's speaking engagements on that other side. There's marriages on the other side. There's a lot on the other side of that question. And and one of the biggest things that that I look at in, in, in marketing and business is is not like when you're going and going back and forth with a lead is not asking that direct question. And we'll get tactical here, but not asking that direct, because we've been strategic here. It's time to get, give you a little bit of tactic, but not asking the direct question. So here, here, here's, here, I was on the phone with a guy the other day, and he was, he, was, he was really interested in my surge program, really interested in doing it. And he was kind of going back and forth with it, and you could tell he was like, you know, I don't know about the money, it's really expensive. And you could tell he was really you know, kind of hemming and hawing a little bit. 
And we start talking, we get into it more, and I start like digging a little deeper with figuring out what he's trying to accomplish and stuff like that. And we kind of get to this common ground. Sorry, as a dog. <laughs> um, we get to this common ground, and um, I just asked him, I was like, hey, um, we, we came up with like a payment plan and everything. We had it all laid out. And then I finally said, would you like to do this? And, and, and then there was like this pause. But I couldn't be any more direct or any more frank than that. Would you like to do this? And then he was just like, paused, and then he said, yes. And, and that is, that there, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a powerful law of persuasion. And I'm not working any magic tricks on this kid or anything like that. I was selling him something that I feel is going to bring him great value to his life. And I have complete confidence it will do that. And that's why I have no remorse at, at all on asking that question or selling him this product. And he paused and then he said yes. And he made that commitment. He made that commitment. And that is one of the most powerful laws of persuasion is getting someone to make a commitment. Well, it's hard to get someone to make a commitment if you don't ask. And a lot of times the fear is getting in the way of the ask. Think about this with, with, with um, your leads. You're going back and forth and someone says, you know, they're interested or whatever. Why don't you just ask them, well, we have an appointment to come in and check out the gym. How about, how does Monday at 9 o'clock work? And now it's a question. You're asking the question and you're leaving it in their court. And it's a simple answer. Yes, or no, I can't do that time, or no, I don't want to. But now you're putting it all out there, just like I did at Perform Better, just like I did with Vanessa. You're putting it out there, and you're asking. And, and a lot of people think it's a lot of it is about lead follow-up, and a lot of it is about, you know... Sorry, a lot of people think it's all about like, generating leads. Uh, it's one disadvantage of me doing the podcast... Uh, walking on the street I kind of see weird shit all of a sudden I kind of get distracted <laughs> I'll tell you what I just saw but uh, so a lot of people think it's about the leads right the Facebook ad and what's going to generate the lead but really the, the fortune as my coach and mentor says uh, Paul Goff says the fortune is in the follow-up the fortune is in the follow-up what is the system what is the system that you're going to use to actually get people in the door and a lot of times it comes back to asking the right questions. It's just simply asking and being direct and asking the right questions and having some kind of a system behind this. But you always got to remember, think about this, is human beings are indecisive. That is a fact. How many things do you have in your Amazon cart that you haven't bought yet? How many times have you walked into a store and not bought anything? And now you're getting frustrated about people that don't buy after the first Facebook opt-in? You, you have to know that. You have to know this simple fact of human behavior is that human beings are indecisive. And that's why you need a system for that. Right? You need a system to finally go back and forth with people and getting them in the door. And that, that's the whole 
module two of my search program that's coming up. Module two is all about follow-up and conversion. Anyone that tries to sell you a marketing program that doesn't have a follow-up and conversion part is just giving you a lot of activity, right? They're giving you another job. They're giving you a flurry of stuff. And, and, and the flurry of stuff is kind of what, there's a big problem with all this flurry of stuff in the industry right now. You know, these guys that are just, these 337 leads in 30 days and all that shit out there. And doing this for over a decade, and that shit impresses me because it just gives people a lot of activity. But where are these people in two years? What's going on with their business in two years? They aren't even around anymore. And that's like that, that, that's that, that's the that's the crappy. It, it gets me so angry about this stuff. Is they're just selling you a challenge, or they're selling you an ad, or they're selling you stuff, and they don't even think about the whole conversion and follow up and equipping you with the right questions to ask to get people actually in the door. And that's why people get all pissed off because they're like, oh, I got all these leads and then no one came in because there's no system. So that's what module two, module two is all about follow-up and conversion. And a lot of that is what I was talking about. A lot of that is knowing what to ask. What questions should you ask to actually make it happen? What are the questions you need to ask to go from uh, attendee in the seminar to speaker? What are the questions you need to ask to go from obsession and looking at the book for the initials to a marriage? What are the questions you need to ask to get the former clients back in the door? Those are some of the best clients that you have and you have their name, you have their email, you have their phone number, you have their physical address. You can go to their homes and visit them and ring their doorbell and you can say, hey, do you wanna come back to the gym? It's one of the most effective clients you have. And the gurus don't even know this because the gurus probably never ran a gym. They know how to run an ad. They know how to put together a really cool funnel for you. And that's going to give you a flurry of activity. But you want to get some real dense, profitable clients coming back to your door? Well, Call on the list of clients that have paid you money before. And I promise you, you're going to be happy with those results. So, module two, all about your follow-up. All about your system to get people to come back. All about your system to get those leads to actually come in. You can't have a good marketing plan without this that's why we focus on module two um, and getting. So if you want to learn more about module two and about the whole program, just go ahead and click the link in the show notes and um, get some info on the search. I'm coming up on the barking dog again. So I'm going to have to call it quits today, but uh, appreciate you hanging with me today and listening to some of my stories. Again, I 
do these, some of these podcasts while I'm walking. So that's why you're hearing cars go by and dogs barking and me seeing weird shit that I'm not going to tell you. But um, it's uh, it's good. I love it. Yeah, I, again, I appreciate sometimes you guys email me and you know tell me to keep these things coming. And you know I will. I'm going to keep them coming. Hopefully, you're getting value out of it and you're asking, you know, good questions and, and go from there. So go ahead, click the link in the show notes. And check out the description of Module 2. There's tons of testimonials. I was looking at the uh, our landing page the other day. We have like crap loads of testimonials on there. They're from the cert- people that have done the surge before and also from Mastermind members and from professionals like Charlie Weingroff and Mike Boyle. But um, should give you a little bit of, if you don't know me, um, should give you a little bit of uh, a little bit of credibility, which helps sometimes, right? I think, to know who you're dealing with. Then I'm not some psycho that you know, has internet abs or something like that. But don't have abs at all. I'm a former lineman. Those d- days never happened for me. Uh, the ab days. Well, I'm actually coming very close to the dog, the fence with the dog right now. So I'm going to call it a day. Click the link in the show notes. Go visit the Surge program. And I will see you on the flip side. Peace.